Welcome back, everyone, to the Kelly Mental Health Podcast. In honor of episode 14 and our Halloween week, we decided to discuss a topic many of us know quite a bit about. We tend to get spooked and even tangled up in this web. Some of us may have even been haunted by this. So please, get comfortable, because today we are discussing social media. So thank you so much, Linda, for obviously joining us today. I know how busy you are, so but we felt that this deserved a discussion. And I think everyone has basically gone through something like this. And so I, I'm really excited to discuss this topic today. Um, so today we're going to be talking about social media and opinions. Um, I think, again, everyone has kind of experienced this. You've kind of been sitting on your phone or behind a computer or a laptop, whatever the case may be, a tablet, and you kind of look at, you know, a post or you see something and you're like, mm, uh, do I get involved? Do I not get involved? Right. That's kind of like the biggest question here. Mm-hmm. So in your opinion, do you <laughs> get involved in, in, you know, in these types of situations? Um, is that, wait, well, it's not an opinion if I do or I don't, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's true. So I guess, uh, do you get involved? Like, so if you see myself personally, for example, yeah, yourself personally, like when you see something like certain topics, um, you know, is it, is it specific topics that you get involved in or is it the day or what, like, how does it work for you? Okay, so for me, there's been a history of this. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we are kind of the generation that grew up with internet that, you know, we're, we remember, you know, chat house where you had to refresh the page every time to see if someone else said another thing on the chat, you know, like we, it's always been there. So Mm -hmm. I've certainly had my share of sort of, I don't want to call it keyboard warrioring, but, you know, just kind of fighting on the internet. Mm -hmm. I've had my share of it. Um, You know, earlier in my life, it was with friends that I'd have a difference of opinion in. And, you know, when you're, you're younger too, you're, you're still sort of developing your identity all through high school. You know, um, even the phrasing that I've used, I've gone back and I've looked at some old arguments that I've had online and I've just gone, Oh, Oh God, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's embarrassing. Don't even, what did I literally just say as you wish? Oh, (laughs) but you know, as you're younger, you're still trying to figure out, you kind of need to develop uh, that, that experience to know this is how this goes when you take this stance and this is how this goes. So in developing emotional intelligence, um, my way of engaging in say, you know, internet disagreements is very different now. The -hmm. only time that I often will weigh in, especially given my job, my profession, my, my profile in the community is to try to create understanding where I see a disagreement, like, Hey, you know, here's a way to look at this. That isn't so black and white. That's, that's my go-to. Yeah, to kind of, I guess, limit the gray area that that tends to happen in, in certain like, like situations, right? That was actually yeah. going to be my next question uh, to you, Linda. So do you feel that because obviously, because of your presence in the community, like it, it's obviously changed for you, um, you know, as you kind of mentioned. And so that and that just, I mean, it happens, right? I mean, every situation is different. I I have someone in my life who you know, he works for the government and, you know, it, it, with, it's his own opinion, but he is a big Trump supporter. And so (laughs) I, 
a few weeks ago, I posted something and generally my Facebook is, is business. I share our stuff on there. I share, you know, local, local things. I, it's just, it's just more professional. And so, um, I shared something to do with the Black Lives Matter movement, and it was uh, the Breonna Taylor case, um, mm. and it was her. Um, it was like the, the the ending day of the trial, and so the next thing you know, I had this said person send me an image um, and say, you know, don't believe everything you hear. She was a drug dealer, this and that, and then the next thing you know, I had multiple people attack him on my social media. It was all going on in my post. This was happening. It took place for 45 minutes and it was just nonstop, nonstop. And there's multiple people that got involved. And I, you know what? I, I ended up just saying, you know what? I, I, I just deleted the post. Mm. The problem with that though, I felt in that specific situation was that I was posting it on my own social media. I do not have a lot of people on my, on my social media for a reason. So mm-hmm. I felt like I lost my voice and I, I removed her voice from it. Does that make sense? Like I, I, Mm -hmm. and that's a difficult situation, right? Because it kind of comes to the next topic of debate that I wanted to kind of, the biggest thing that we all kind of go through, it's like, when is the right time to get involved? And when is it not like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That is so difficult. And I, when it comes to debate, I often flash back to what Oscar said on The Office. He said, debating just entrenches each person into their own opinion. Mm -hmm. And so, and especially because like oftentimes the nature of debate, particularly if you are watching presidential debates, they aren't very polite. You know, Mm -hmm. they aren't like, let's share ideas, let's compare notes. Okay, well, what is really the truth? Is it is it even possible to discover the truth? Because sometimes, ultimately, you know, even what's written in the history books, there's a little bit of gray, like you weren't there, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the problem with de- that people get sort of emotionally caught up yeah. in their belief. And that's a cognitive distortion. It's a bias. It's a tendency to, you know, I may, I've talked about mm-hmm. diet a whole lot. I know and I notice that I do this when I start reading about something having to do with food and it doesn't necessarily disagree with or doesn't agree with what I say, my brain starts filtering out the rest of that information. And I I catch myself because I want to obviously be as open-minded as possible. But if I'm not this person that's taking a few moments to really, okay, understand what I'm doing then maybe I'd be, I'm like everyone else that I just kind of go at, no, I believe this and this is how it is. And if you don't agree with me, then you're mm-hmm. a bad person. I want to, I want to grab that. It gets, like specifically you said um, like, you know, open mind. And I think that's like, that's super important in the, in, in all of these situations, right? Like even I, I see thousands of things like my life is social media. Obviously I see like, you know, thousands of things during the day <laughs> and it's like, Oh, I could say so much to that. And I, I choose not to because something that I've been personally trying to work on is not to react on my emotions. And I'm trying to like, that's mm-hmm. my own personal development right now. And it's an ongoing process and something that, and I, I say it to you, I say it to everyone all the time. It's my famous kind of uh, quote, my mentor actually shared with me years ago was, you know, as soon as you start fighting with the village idiot, who becomes the village idiot? And it just, it stuck with me. Um, so I think mm-hmm. in those situations, 
they drag you down, they beat yeah, you with experience. Well, it's, that's the thing. Like I, I and, and I always, I always want to get involved. I truly do, and because I, I don't like feeling like I don't have a voice, but I do it in my own way. I also saw someone posted. I actually think it was Demi Lovato, who I'm completely in love with. Um, she she posted the <laughs> other day. It's like you don't have to do these things in front of social media or on social media. You don't need to be taking a picture of. You know what I mean? Like, and I think. like the world nowadays you have instagram you have snapchat you have a computer in your hands at all times that makes it available for you to take a picture and you know or a video an instant video and let people know where you're kind of at right so i i really i'm shocked that there's no like there's less well i've seen creepishly enough but i've seen people in their in their bathrooms or their baths like i know what people are doing when and i don't even need to talk to them for six months at this point in time And I think the world right now is completely fascinating because, you know, we do have these opinions, but when is the right time to use them and to use them properly and appropriately? You know, I don't think that'll ever, we're never going to get the result that we want. And, you know, and that's the Mm -hmm. unfortunate thing. I love social media. Like I said, my career is based around social media. But there's so many, you know, Mm -hmm. negative features about it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you've watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, (laughs) that really, I did. I I just said, hey, you know, for your own Mm -hmm. well-being, maybe just check this out. And and again, you know, obviously there's going to be some bias in the storytelling there because these are people that don't work for Facebook and don't work for these companies anymore. However, you know, realistically, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. wow, this is true. You know, there was there was a time in my life where I started to get into, you know, like a like a carnivore kind of a dogma mindset. And you know what used to show up on my my hmm. feed all the time and anti vegan. Oh, propaganda. OK, <laughs> like just painting vegans as the worst. And it was just, you know, and it would kind of draw me in because, you know, with, you know, my carnivore mm-hmm. crowd you know, it would all be, okay, we're all laughing about this. This is my, Mm -hmm. this is my people. But then it started to feel rotten Mm -hmm. and nasty. And I just thought, you know, everybody here is just trying to, trying to do the right thing for whatever values they have. And who the hell am I to judge that? That's not okay. So like, why do I have to, why do I have to jump on this bandwagon? Because for a moment, I get a bit of a cheap thrill, you know, like you you mentioned as well, um, when we scroll through social media, especially lately, it seems to me like there's absolutely nothing that our city council can do right. Yeah, no, they're, 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 (laughs) you know, I feel bad. Like, you know, and I didn't mean to cut you off. You keep going and I'll, and I'll hit up that. <laughs> no, I, you know, and I, 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 that's fine. I was going to say, you know, it's, it's hard because it's fair to give mm-hmm. criticism to people that are, uh, that have power and that make decisions that influence our lives. Mm-hmm. It's fair. We should be able to offer opinions, but a lot of the way that these opinions are being phrased are very much like, you know, everything you're doing is wrong. You're, you're wrong as a mm-hmm. human being. I've, I've even seen like death threats and like, you know, to people telling other people to kill themselves because you have a different opinion or maybe because you don't have all mm-hmm. the information. 
And it's so humbling to realize how little information you have, but it takes away your entire ability to get on, you know, get on your soapbox and be like, I'm right. Well, and that's the thing, right? So, I mean, let's, let's just, I'm going to dive right into it. So perfect example. So Victoriaville, um, it's, I dealt with, um, a gentleman, um, actually everyone knows him. His his name is Brian Phillips and he has been running these, these buildings for a long time. I have a lot of respect for Brian. He's tried, you know, to bring in, you know, animals to the mall. He's tried to do events. And you know what? They worked really well for a long time. But I witnessed and I saw firsthand people come up to us even at the mall and start screaming at us while we were at said events. And it was awful. And like it was she was just trying to resurround it with positivity. And it didn't work. And so for the, you know, since for years everyone just has been talking about closing it down, shutting it down and this and that. So when they finally recently just passed this the other night, now the new topic of conversation is well why the heck would they do that? Why are they getting rid of this? This building's been around for a long time. Why do you want a parallel street to to what is it, Donald? like and no one's happy at the end of the day in any situation when it comes to you know council and and what we're going to do in our city there's we're not going to be able to please everyone and I think the people that are on our council are very well aware of that and I give them a lot of credit and props I could not do what they do and listen to all the criticism and the feedback and because it's it's just hard um and I think Mm -hmm. it's it's just it's it's just a whole different podcast in itself i think too <laughs> like, you know. yeah it really is so I, so if we do get back to you know the scroll through the social media and other people's opinions um you know i always i always love that quote and it's just just along the lines of again you know um sort of that a mature person can hear dissenting opinions without adopting them you know you can hear these perspectives you can weigh them out you can explore them maybe you have the opportunity to even ask the person like oh how'd Mm -hmm. you come to that um you you know just just upon hearing them or reading them that doesn't mean that you are going to get swayed into it unless it's an mlm (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry sorry. um that's for a different podcast um but yeah you're not necessarily going to get pulled into you know believing this um but at the same time what truly what what does it accomplish to come at someone with anger when you come at someone with anger because they have a different opinion than you or you really try to change their opinion it's it's offensive it's you know it it causes that fight or flight response Mm -hmm. in us which means we are not open-minded. It means that our mind is shutting down and we are in survival mode. Therefore, we are going to cling to what we think we know. Yeah. And I think, I think you make a really good point. I had a, you know, a, a few times I've, I've shared, I put something on my Instagram and it was a quote, it was a famous quote by someone and it was something to do with, um, back in the day, it was something to do with, you know, being kind and then like something to, I, to do with the relationships and people being rude kind of thing. Next thing you know, I had someone in my life directly message me and tear me basically for lack of a better word, a new butthole. And I was like, where where, where's this coming from? (laughs) I was like, I don't understand. Like for me, like I, I just, I, when I post, it's not directed. It honestly isn't. It's my own opinion. It's how I'm feeling. It's, you know, I've been doing like creative writing and stuff through journaling. It's just my own stuff. And so for this person to take it upon herself, and when I I did, I looked into it because I was actually curious. 
So I started looking into like the, the psychology of things and the mental health and all that kind of stuff. And I, I looked into it a little bit further and did some research behind it. And it basically to me, like what I, what I learned and correct me if I'm wrong, that it came down to kind of, it was like foreshadowing like their guilt. So maybe they felt like that towards, uh, you know, something going on in their life. And then they took that out on me because they thought it was directed at them. It had nothing to do with that, that person. Yes. And so that's something that I'm like, even with the Kelly mental health, social media, I'm very cautious as to what we say and how we say things. And you and the team have been incredible with, you know, teaching me a few things and like how to kind of go about things. But every single thing I post, I have to make sure that, you know, we're being respectful to, you know, communities and whatever the case may be. Um, So, I think it's really hard mm-hmm. when nowadays, because there is so much social media out there, there's, you know, a thousand different outlets that you can, you know, put your opinion on. And it's just, it's just a very difficult topic because there's no right or wrong yeah. in a sense. Like no matter, even if we're, well, this podcast right now, us talking about how we feel personally, this is our personal beliefs about these topics. Someone is, could come to us tomorrow and say, you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> and then we can have a conversation. about Yes. It. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what would be really wonderful about that is if someone says, Hey, you know what? I have a yeah. different opinion. Can we talk mm-hmm. about this? And I, I have made strides in my life to try really, really hard to be open-minded and to, to sort of accept those invitations. Um, there certainly there's things that I have opinions about, um, that no one's going to convince me either which way. And therefore I don't post about it because I don't want to discuss it. You know, there's things that really don't have a bearing on my life. Therefore leave me alone. And the comment about MLM that there is sort of a, a thing going on right now. And I can certainly get into that in another podcast. There's a reason for me making that comment, not just a joke, but, um, yeah, so that's, no, no disrespect to anybody that's, uh, that reads into that. There's a lot more to it. Um, but the thing is, we, I think because of the nature of social media, we are kind of primed to be outraged from the moment we open mm-hmm. the page. And part of that is because we're seeing things shared that are um, hurtful and harmful to some people while sort of, you know, trying to push people more like ingratiate more people into their own social group like uh, my few friends or my social group will find this Mm -hmm. hilarious even if it's kind of negative or antagonistic towards other people you see a lot of that with you know racist classist even sexist posts Mm -hmm. Um, you you know some people are posting it because their friend group is laughing Mm -hmm. about it and therefore it's acceptable now I can scroll through this I have a lot of choices here I can address it. I can go, hey, asshole, you know, this is not okay that you said this and blah, blah, blah. So what's going to happen is he's going to block me, shut me down Mm -hmm. or fight me. And he is in no way going to change his opinion. I say he because this actually happened in this particular (laughs) circumstance. Um, Actually, he had he started posting on my some some posts that I made. He started responding to it and it got way out of hand. And then before I knew it, like and I was trying to be very reasonable, very calm, but also saying like, hey, did you think about this? Dude ended up blocking me. So all of his stuff was gone. Um, So that's one option. Mm -hmm. The other option is to say to yourself, you know what? it's okay that they have their opinion. They're not hurting anybody. 
if I try to challenge him on his opinion, he's going to, you know, dig deeper. So maybe just let it go and maybe he'll grow out of it. Uh, agree to disagree. The other option is to unfollow them, you know, or hide, hide their posts for 30 days. Like maybe they're going through something. Maybe I've had periods where I was obnoxious with what I was posting and I got over it and I realized how annoying it was and I stopped doing that. I think, uh, I think you make a really good point. I just want to grab that from you before we kind of move on to a a new topic, but you, you kind of mentioned about, you know, be kind of mindful that when you are posting, be aware that, and be up for a discussion. Because I, I really like mm-hmm. that because that's the truth. And that's what it came down to. And it, and if I kind of would have had that, that mentality when it came to, you know, Breonna Taylor, I, I didn't have enough information that I felt confident in, the, like, in my debate skills when it came to that topic. I just, and again, none of us were there. None of us know. And so in that, in my specific situation, I chose to just get rid of it and move on. It still bothers me, you know, yeah. but I mean, you make, it's just a really valid point that you can say that Linda, because it's like, we should be a little bit more cautious that, you know, what we are sharing, what we are posting can, you know, if you're willing to, you know, have those types of discussions, great. If not, then maybe take a few minutes. You can save posts. You know, social media allows you to save everything nowadays. So it's like you can save the post Mm -hmm. till later and mark it and just kind of go through, keep scrolling, do your own thing, look at some nice cat stuff and then see how you feel, (laughs) you know, like don't, don't react right away on those emotions and be up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and it sounds like with the person that started in with you that it was pretty aggressive. It was pretty confrontational and it's, it's overwhelming if you are generally not a person that's primed to fight, mm-hmm. it's overwhelming to have anybody come at you with a very mm-hmm. loud opinion, especially when you're not prepared for it. However, you know, you got to know, everybody has to know that a very valid response is, hey, I really just don't know enough mm-hmm. about this to be comfortable debating. But I, you know, appreciate you sharing your opinion. And, you know, I've, I've even seen a lot of stuff through and shared through um, the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of people were, that's, mm. again, whole other podcast, but we'll talk about it right now. But like a lot of people were, you know, sharing <laughs> multiple, you know, sources of information. And then actually, I believe it was our health unit that uh, did a formal post about it and said, like, you know, we appreciate, you know, how much that you guys are doing these research and that's great. And everyone has their opinions. But with that being said, the, you, you guys, are, you guys aren't sharing valid information. So please make sure and be aware. Um, Canva, the, uh, like a big design program that a lot of people use actually has a note now. So if you type in anything to do with, um, like the words COVID-19 or, uh, coronavirus or pandemic, it'll actually show you a notification Mm. at the top and it says, please verify your facts. And like, it'll send you, you can actually be sent to a link, um, which I think is really beneficial. I, I actually am very proud um, to like, that we use Canva. I think it's such a cool program. Um, and I really, I valued that. And so it's taught me a lot. So we, I make sure what we share, you know, through, like, we don't really share too much or whatever about it. We obviously talk more about the mental health aspects, but in, in all circumstances, I think that everyone should really just validate their facts before. And it's all, it comes down to education as well. Right. In that specific situation with Breonna Taylor, I am not educated enough. I know the facts that I know, but, you know, or I guess the information that I know. Um, And so, Mm -hmm. and that's the opinion that I have. I think the, 
we all are allowed mm-hmm. to have opinions. It's just not attacking each other when we have those opinions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it's very difficult to to get out of that habit when it seems like perhaps the attack is the most effective way of having someone bend. But that just creates resentment. You know, just ask my uncle. I mean, he did the louder he is, the more, well, the less we listen to him, right? Um, but it can be very overwhelming and intimidating. And sometimes that's just how people have learned to, to mm-hmm. communicate. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not effective and it's not respectful. It doesn't facilitate a respectful discussion or even the changing mm-hmm. of an opinion. It's more so I'm going to punish you for having a different opinion than me. Yeah, and it's, um, it's really unfortunate. And, and I, I'm, I'm not trying to... I don't want Facebook to sue me now, but it's, it's the fact, (laughs) but I mean, so, I mean, for instance, um, when we think about Facebook, like with all other social media programs, right. Or like our, like outlets that we have, there is literally a team that develops and that developed algorithms, which decide what Mm -hmm. you see along all of your platforms. And so I think, so if you, if I'm sitting there, like, I don't see, I obviously have you, Linda, on my Facebook. I don't see a single post from you. I don't, it's, it's so fascinating to me that like, there's just so many people on my Facebook that I really don't see. I see a lot of things to do with uh, writing and journaling. Um, I follow a few groups through that. I see a lot of things with obviously with mental health and then felines and animals. That's the only thing that mm-hmm. I see. And so if you're sitting there and say, even if you're, liking you know something to do with our city council and then like a a discussion and debate through our city council and then you start liking you know whatever the case may be say something to do with city hall you're you're going to start seeing a lot more conversations that are to do with that and so I think a lot of people kind of even though we think that we know how social media works we still really don't even with like the social um um, net, or like the Netflix movie, it teaches us stuff to a point, mm-hmm. right? But it's just it's very fascinating how how it kind of works and and it hits us a certain way. Even during that movie, them talking about um, you know notifications, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to Google that. And so I was like, grab my phone. I'm like, oh my god, this is like a, it was like a psychological, like <laughs> mental, horrible you know situation for myself because. You don't, I don't realize, I didn't realize how much I was grabbing my phone and like, and Google's right in my hands. I like Google is my best friend, right? So it's like, and it's a lot of people's best friends. So it's very difficult to kind of, when you're, when you're waking up and you're starting your day to not go on social media, you want to see what happened the night before. You want to see your favorite celebrity and what she's eating in her breakfast bowl or whatever, you know? So I swear to God, Um, well yeah we want to be entertained we kind of want to be in the know we want to want to see what people are up to but at the same time you know our feelings Mm -hmm. get hurt sometimes when we see people are up to things and we weren't invited or you know maybe our life circumstances changed I remember I went through a really hard time after I had my son I was the only person with with a child and my friends were still going out and Mm -hmm. I'm like ah and now now it's kind of reverse you know they're all having kids and I have the freedom to go out and (laughs) I don't want to go out (laughs) but you know you know, I so I watched that movie, The Social mm-hmm. Dilemma, um, and it was just, I would say maybe a month prior to that, I had shut off all of my notifications on Facebook. So I only really get that big, you know, red circle with mm-hmm. the one in it if someone has commented. That's the only time I want to pop on and see. 
And I noticed right away that when I posted something and I had forgotten that I shut off all my notifications, I was like, oh, I guess, I guess nobody cares. And then I felt bad about myself and I felt like my self-esteem started to plummet and I just, okay, that's it. I took Facebook, I took Instagram, I took everything off my phone to give myself a mental break and it felt great. And then of course I go back on later, realized I had shut off the notifications and there were likes. So I'm like, oh, okay, 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 back on the phone. It's so difficult to separate oneself from this constant influx of information because it's, it, it's engaging. Um, it can be interesting. Obviously, the algorithms are going to change to reflect the things that even unconsciously you slow down to look at when you're mm -hmm. scrolling. It's that sophisticated, which is wild. And so, you know, if I if I slow down because, you know, TV Newswatch puts up something about a murder or, a, or an accident, or if I slow down because someone has an opinion that's causing like you know a lot of people to comment on and fight with them it may cause me outrage it may cause this rush mm -hmm. of cortisol I'm addicted to it so then i'm already outraged i'm primed to fight yeah it, you know you make a good you make a good point and you make valid points because even for myself i I, what I've been doing on the weekend. So as soon as like five o'clock on Friday hits, I turn off my notifications and you know what it's, I, I've been missing a lot, like through, even through like our work, we have an app through like our work chats and unless it's like directed at me or it's like a direct conversation to me, I turned off those notifications. I'm just trying to limit because I'm on um, with the update on like the iPhone, it tells you how much you're spending on like time on your phone and your, you know, Oh, I shut that oh, off a long time ago. I don't need oh, that hate man. in my life. I need, to, <laughs> I need to do that because like, it's bad. Like I, <laughs> yesterday I was, I was on my phone for 10 hours and that's not, that's I your know, job. That's the thing. It's my job. <laughs> and I understand that. So I do, I have my computers here. Um, so I'm on that. I'm on my phone. I'm the, I have two screens. You think that that would be enough, you guys? It's not. I need another one. I'm just kidding. So I use my cell phone. So I'm using, I'm all in between three. I, and it's just, it blows my mind. And I think to, you know, growing up and, I, and I'm, I'm only 29 years old, but like growing up, you know, few, even a few years ago, this amount of technology that we have and in our hands is crazy. And, you know, with everyone's opinions and how easy it is to drag this, you know, and get this out on so many channels, it's everywhere. And it's, it's really, it is, it's very detrimental to, you know, mental health. It's detrimental to, you know, us, us as humans. And so that's why I've been trying to limit because I am on social media, let's just say 50 hours a week. <laughs> Um, you know, I've been trying to make sure that on my weekends or my weekends, you know, if I text, I text, you know, a couple of times, but that's it. So it's been working out really well, but I mean, who knows? There's lots, uh, and I do, I would like to do a podcast soon and I promise you we will about all the positive things about social media, <laughs> because I feel like that's really yeah. important because it. I love social media. Like I said, it is my job. It's my life. And I think it's so cool. Like, do you, a perfect example, and I will just, just say this, um, Riverdale, do you ever, did you, do you watch the show on like the Netflix show? I, I know, I know of it, but I've Okay, well, it. Skeet uh, Ulrich, he is, um, Ulrich? Ulrich? Is that, 
like yeah, from spring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he right now, so he just finished actually with, uh, with uh, Riverdale um, and he did a post or whatever, but now he's filming. And so I, of course I jumped on social media this morning. Cause I was like, Oh, I wonder what his new adventure is. He's filming in Winnipeg today. And he had a, he was wearing a hat and it was uh, Lake of the Woods Brewing Company. So I sent it over to Lake of the Woods. I'm like, this is so cool. Like this happened in, you know, Winnipeg, uh-huh. Nora, like this is our territory. This is Northwestern territory, you know? So I think I love social media. I love how connected you can be to, to one another, your friends and your family from across the world and people that you can build a connection with that you didn't even know that you had, you know, but I just, we have to be mindful when it comes to to these specific situations about opinions and, and whatnot. Right. Um, so obviously yeah. like we kind of discussed about how you would handle things, Linda, but I guess I, my kind of wrap up with this, I really want to know, like for someone, I guess on, like, on the mental wellness side of things, um, what are some things like short tips and tricks that you can recommend to someone who is struggling with, say, someone coming at them on social media, kind of like the keyboard warriors? What are some tips that you can kind of give to our listeners? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, as with any problem, the number one thing that you need to do is acknowledge it. If you are on social media and you're noticing that you're actually having a reaction, like your heart is thumping harder, you're um, you, you know, you're, you're ignoring other things all around you, you know, you are sucked into what's going on on that web page, um, and, and feeling kind of angry or sad, or, you know, basically, if you're feeling anything other than mildly amused, this could be a problem. So acknowledge it. The second thing is to learn a little bit more about it, because the person that has more information about what is actually happening is going to be way better equipped to deal with this. So, you know, if I see something that's disturbing or upsetting, I'm going to have that rush of the stress hormone, that cortisol running through my body, which which makes my muscles tense. It makes me more quick to judge, more quick to react. And I need to realize that this is happening. Another thing, again, to, to uh, talk about is, of course, that the algorithms are there for a reason. They are there to keep you engaged. And as human beings, I don't know why we have the tendency to be sort of attracted to the negative. Maybe it's sort of self-protective. We want to know all the bad stuff so that we can protect ourselves. So the algorithms will tend to put stuff in front of us that is upsetting. However, you have control over what you expose yourself to and how you react. And one of the most calming and and effective uh, mindsets to have is simply you do Mm -hmm. you (laughs) just just let let someone else live their life because you don't know what they're going through you don't know who's influencing them and if you attack them or if you even have the urge to attack them that's that's on you you know that is about you so let's ask ourselves this question why is it so important to me that I Um, punish shame or change this person's opinion because that you know that's something that we need to figure out is it so important if like Tyler from high school expresses some opinion that's different from me politically or says something that's like really gross do I really need to go and address this with him or is this a job for his mother (laughs) (laughs) 
So, so just, you know, separating yourself just a little bit, you are not responsible for everybody, you're responsible for yourself. And if you are stuck and, and, you know, in this cycle where you are tearing yourself down, or you are suffering, because of what other people think, eventually, you're not going to be good to anyone, you're not going to be productive, you're not going to be able to even, you know, rise to the occasion when the time comes. So the other part of having control is there's a power button. There is a you know, way that you can mute notifications. There's a way that you can unfollow, um, hide for 30 days, sn- snooze people. Um, there's, you can unfriend if you feel like, you know what, ultimately this person and I are just too different. It bothers me too much. Um, I think it's best we go our separate ways. Unfriend, simple thing. It can be scary because I'm telling you, you know, social media etiquette, it's hard to come back from that. Someone unfriended me yesterday. Long, long friendship. I'm sorry. You ever try to friend me again? We're done. (laughs) (laughs) You want to be mature about this? You just mute me for a while. (laughs) (laughs) However, that is your choice. If it is better for you, if it was better for this person to just not see me posting and just to to distance themselves from me, then that's, that's okay. And you know, if it's for your own good and you're going to be better off and healthier as a result, I love you for that. I think that's wonderful. And I should be able to do the same. Uh, One thing I will cop to though, Cassandra, is sometimes when I think I'm right, (laughs) I can be a little bit obnoxious with my timing on certain posts. (laughs) As in, you know, someone comes to me with this idea and I'm thinking to myself, this idea is stupid. And then I go and find all of these articles that back up my opinion. Did I really need to post that that same day? Did I? Probably not. I could have been a little more mature and just said, hey, no, thanks. And then posted a month from now. But again, that (laughs) is your opinion. Poke, poke, (laughs) poke. Yeah. I have to have my fun. I still am a person, you know, apart from being, you know, a professional. Exactly. (laughs) there's, There's both aspects to it. That's my personal Facebook. These are my personal friends. If we can't bug each other, then, you know, then we need to work on our relationship. Exactly. So I, lo- I always love your final thoughts. <laughs> you do such a great wrap up and it's just, it really ties everything too. So thank you, Linda, for that. And I think that I hope people really take, take away from this. I think the biggest thing, you know, is what you said. It's just you, it's your opinion. Yes, but you have the ability to kind of, you know, step away and really look at it as a whole and, and really ask yourself, is it affecting me and why is it affecting me? Right. So and, and uh, you know, what does it cost me to just let someone mm-hmm. have their opinion? Yeah. Especially in this, in today's world where opinions are so fleeting are, are, you know, you deleted that post there and probably nobody remembers it exactly. except for you. So, well, everyone, <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us again today um, on, on the Kelly mental health podcast, as per usual, if you need to talk to someone and uh, you just want to sit down and it's not always about, you know, when you're sad, you need to talk to a therapist or a counselor. And, you know, if you just need to talk to someone and discuss your life and maybe, you know, some future, like future plans and whatever the case may be, people are there for you. So don't, don't shy away from it. Um, you can contact us through our website at www.kellymentalhealth.com. We are huge with, um, huge advocate when it comes to, um, mental health and mental wellness. So please check out our Instagram, um, at literally at Kelly Mental Health. Um, and yeah, so hopefully we will talk to you guys soon. And uh, thank you again, Linda, for your time. I really appreciate it today. So 
thanks for letting me talk about <laughs> this. Thanks for letting me like, ch chit chat and, and share these opinions. And then also to kind of, you know, pull this in as a, as a mental health practitioner and some of these tips for wellness, because it is it, not it, easy. So I appreciate the opportunity. Time. We'll talk to you guys next week.